I'll come back. 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 Questions up. Thank you, thank you, thank you. I'll probably ask uh, anybody yeah. to do it. So, yeah. I may be multitasking here while you lead, though. So if you need me to take over, just just tell me the person whom I'm taking over, and I'll get right to it. Okay. Hopefully, you'll be multitasking while being a banterous son of a bitch. You definitely know it. Someone has to be the self-abusive, like everyone hating bitch. Since I'm I'm taking Flutter Priest's place. Multitask drifting. Oh, okay, I guess I need to, okay, BRB, gonna KMS myself. All right, um, I think we are in. I am past the ad now. Uh, five, four, three, two, one. Hello, and welcome to the bar cast, where the bar gets lower each and every week. Your bartenders for this evening are Enigmatic Otaku. Wait, I'm first for once? Lemon Buffer. Yes. Milk? Yes, it's me, the person who can't say words. And I'm a non-pencil. Flutter Priest is out, you know, helping his parents in their time of need. So we're going to give him a pass and not tell him he's shit for once. We're just going to think it really loudly. Today, if you've never tuned into the podcast before, this is an exciting time because we are streaming live from LoonyCon! What that means is that we're actually, LooneyCon is an online convention, and we are doing a podcast for them. How exciting! And we have a wonderful guest. Our guest this week is Penstroke. Hello. Yes, hello. What we're going to do is for the next two hours, we are going to interview Penstroke and ask him all of your questions that you've placed in our FinFic group in the thread. We'll also take questions from the chat, though please keep in mind, chat, we will not be taking any religious questions. We will not be taking any political questions. You know the rules if you've done this before. Don't be a dick. We're not going to tell you where he lives. We're not going to tell you his real name. Fuck all the way off. I don't care. As you can tell, this is not a PG-13 cast. Uh, this will be rated R, so if you did not want a rated R cast, turn back now before it is too late. And, ah, yes, usually this is where a priest comes and helps. Too late. If you'd like to participate and you don't want to ask a question, you can still do so because there's a drinking word. Anytime you hear the word story, have a drink. Please drink responsibly. We don't want to put anyone in the hospital, especially at this trying time. And, uh, hey, Enigma. Did I, mi did I miss anything? Uh, you forgot to call me a shit, but other than that. Enigma, you're a shit! Yeah. Okay. I think that we're good. Uh, if that's the case, without further ado, let's ask some real, genuine questions before we let the chat take over. Penstroke, you ready? Yes! All right, Penstroke, who are you, and what do you do for this fandom? <laughs> I am Penstroke. Da -da -da -da. Yes, that fact has been obviously made, but we're going to say it again anyway, because that's how we're starting! Um... I'm a fan fiction author within the community, uh, writer of numerous horse words, and uh, most famous of which is perhaps Past Sins and all that, all the stories related to that particular universe. Uh, 
Uh, I am also a game developer in my daily life, and uh, beyond that, the most followed author on film fiction, our little corner of insanity. Wonderful. I mean, you're on Fimfic, you should be if you're not a household name. So if someone here doesn't know who the fuck you are by now, I don't know what they're doing. Yeah, you know, you, you're, power levels. Yeah, you, you wrote that one popular story, Mooney Shorts, right? I will kill you, Enigma. <laughs> I will kill you. <laughs> Though, considering this podcast, you you guys would probably better appreciate my drop of moonshine stories. Ooh. I was in the middle of drinking, and I, I, we're we're going to talk about that later. You mark my word. You and I are going to talk about that. Um. So, but how did you first get into this fandom in the first place? Uh, I would say my descent into the hoarseness was uh, fairly standard symptoms. I was at university taking the classes, other people were talking about it, and it's like, oh, okay, I'll go, oh, the first episode's free on iTunes, I'll go watch it there. Oh, this, this isn't so bad, a little dramatic, and it just kept going for years. <laughs> so once you entered down that rabbit hole, there was no going back. It was a slippery slope. I love how everyone describes it like it was a gateway drug. It, it is. I mean, you're not wrong. But how did you get to film fiction of all places? Um, I just, um, I think it was, um, I was, I started back in the fandom when the you the pri some of the primary means of fan fiction, especially if you're going to be featured on Equestria Daily, was uh, Google Drive. That was a fun time. Especially when Google Drive started to disagree with what we were doing. Um, <laughs> <laughs> um, but eventually, um, I was just picking up on uh, like the Equestria Daily's uh, fan fiction submission stuff changed to start favoring film fiction. I was seeing a lot of the other stories get there, and it's like, okay, yeah, this is this is the happening place to be, I guess. And so I took the effort to port everything over and made it a happy home. And now you're stuck here. Maybe. Maybe in time. The chains will age, but right now they're sterling and shiny. So what, what are these chains? What keeps you here? Uh, there's always, there's just a, feels like there's always a plethora of stories to tell in the My Little Pony universe. Um, and, and it, it captured my imagination again better than a lot of things. So the, the sordid history of my writing is like I started... Back in high school, I did fan fiction, fan fictioning there for other fandoms. I will not mention. No, <laughs> they, they shall be buried. That and that old alias shall remain forever buried, because um, <laughs> those were my really bad ones. They were the self inserts and the horrible things that I can recognize them for what they are now. Um, <laughs> I agree. I've been there before, man. Um, I then uh, dabble just for some fantasy original writing. I there there are no less than three very big fantasy novels tucked away on different hard drives. Um, and then it's like for a while after that, my writing kind of fell off as I got focused on my uh, classwork at university, just because the uh, program I was in was a very heavy course load program. But then something came and bucked me in the butt. 
and it got me writing again for the first time in a long time. And so that, that helped me feel good about it. So, and I think that might've been part of my descent into the madness. Like, Oh, this has me writing again. More. I can relate to that on uncomfortable levels. So yeah. <laughs> you can relate to getting buffed in the butt. I mean, you know, you know about my sex life enigma. I discuss it on here all the time. I do. Would you want more detail, honey? I really don't. That's what I fucking thought. Jesus Christ, child. So, on a much happier, lighter, more con-friendly note. Now that our our fandom is kind of winding down, the show's over, the sh a new show is starting, etc., what do we have to do in this fandom to keep us alive and working and as a community? Um, I do think it's going to become kind of a... Ouroboros cycle, for lack of better term. I should have made that my thing, my that my word of the day. I say that a lot more than anyway. <laughs> regrets, uh, regrets aside about my pre-show decisions. Um, <laughs> um, I, it's going to be, I think, turn into something of an Ouroboros cycle where it's like we need to keep inspiring each other, and of course. We are still getting some MLP FI, uh, MLP FIM content from IDW with their infamous Season 10 comic series. For those who are unaware, that's kind of an interesting way this comics are rebranding themselves now that they are first canon. The, 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 they're like the, the second child in the family. The first one moved to college now. They get to be the big bretches in the house. Um <laughs> Um, so there's going to be some new content coming from that that will help flesh things out. And even if some people disagree with that, they will create content to disagree with that. And that's the, the good song and dance about that. That, And I think there's a plethora of stories that are still left to tell just because of how rich the universe was made. Uh, the Unlike some other shows, um, it does – it's it, it, it feels like for um, the land of Equestria and all the surrounding kingdoms – other stuff is going on when you were watching the main six do their stuff. In fact, they did, dedicated a whole episode to that with the fantastically crazy episode 100. And I think the point, I think it proves the point itself that they were able to do that, that they were able to just kind of potter around with all these side characters and tell a, a semi cohesive story for this 100th episode celebration and for us to basically all lap it up. And even then, like, they, um, the way they regard the world, like, um, in the Shadow Play episodes, like, oh, ghastly caverns became ghastly gorge and all this other stuff. I dropped the dice I was holding. Anyway, um, <laughs> um, it's, it shows a world that lives and moves forward. And we see that even in the final ep epilogue episode where it's like, oh, we get to see how the, the the actions of Twilight and her friends are shaping the world into a more harmonious place. By force. Yeah. Well, so we'll, first of all... For, we will friendship all, the Shire. Friendship is mandatory. So, first of all, was it at least a good roll when you dropped your dice? It was a D10, so I don't really care. It's not a... Uh, it, that, that's, that's not a... Do something dice. That's a how much you hit dice. That's an yeah. added to other dice dice. Yeah. Um, there's one of us who's very enthusiastic about dice. I'm sure Milk will ask you questions about it later. 
But uh, second of all, I know we said no politics, and that's one of our rules, but we're going to ask you one very politically charged question. Are you ready? I fear it's going to be princess-themed. Go ahead. Who is Best Pony? Oh, yes! The eternal question, for which I have two answers! And you can't stop me. Um, Main cast, I favor Applejack. Secondary characters, I favor Zakora. I love Zakora. I don't see nearly enough of our guests giving her the love that she deserves. I wrote an entire story giving her a grand, mysterious backstory. Do you know how hard... Yeah. (laughs) I just said that word twice. I regret it, but not really. Um, But yeah, no, um, I had one of my... Personal favorites I wrote, and I got. I still love the cover I got for that, um, is Wise Beyond Her Years, where I delve and made Zakora way more awesome because she deserved it. And it is not easy to write constantly in rhyme, let us be clear. Oh, I, to reveal a tiny bit of myself, I do a lot of written RPs with friends, and I, I am the one that plays Zakora. I have been practicing her rhyming scheme for a decade. It's it's fun. I really enjoy the rhyme stuff, uh, but it is not it is not easy. It's not as simple as down and just hacking out a whole paragraph. What what was it? It was one of the Brony cons. They were doing uh like some mad uh, like improv convention thing where you could walk on stage. And I I me- I I did an entire the entire thing with Zakora with only messing up one rhyme, and then I was able to recover fairly quickly. So yeah, I, I got the chops. <laughs> Well, those are our more professional questions, so now we get to turn it over to the chat somewhat. <laughs> and uh, their first question uh, from the chat is, Other Other Guy. And Other Other Guy asks, How does your dick compare to this handle of a spoon? So I think he's saying, please tell us how big your dick is in spoon handles. Mm, I was warned. What I, it, was, it was foretold, and to this I will answer... Well, you're not giving me enough specifics. There, there's so much variety in spoons. Yeah. There could yes. be a there, there's there's the cooking spoons and the tiny dessert spoons the and the big spoon. old soup spoons. It's like the measuring spoons. But and this just, is the spoon handle. This is the spoon handle. So I think it's let's not do it in length. Then let's do width. How many? How how much width in spoon handles? By who? Which manufacturer? Mm. No, spoon handle is exactly the same. Hmm. The big spoon, the little spoon. Acme brand spoons. Acme brand spoons. Which Acme brand spoon handles? Uh, how many of those go into making your, your PP? I'm afraid I'm not familiar with the width and or pro- general dimensional properties of the Acme brand spoons, so I can't answer in that context. So, to summarize, we do not have enough spoons for this question. How many Baskin Robbins and sampling spoons? <laughs> I like that. Do that. Okay, I was going to try to move on, but sure. How many Baskin Robbins sampling spoons is your dick? I, the, the follow-up question is going to be this. Who the hell is measuring themselves in the sampling spoons? Like, seriously, you're going to the Baskin Robbins multiple times. And they're going to be suspicious. They're going to go, he keeps keeping the spoons. What perverted thing is he doing with them? You got you to gotta, you at least got to mix in some, like, Cold Stone sampling spoons. My God. 
my god, I'm so mad. These are important questions, Pencil. We gotta figure out dick size and basket of Hoffman's You didn't even true? say that with a straight face, no? Somebody in the fucking chat right now is probably like Galaxy Brain already solving it. I mean, because then it's either that or we answer in Coldstone. No, no, no. Penstro, can we agree that your dick is all the spoons and leave it at that? Infinite spoons? Sure, why not? Your dick is infinite spoons. Okay. And that's how we got some weird story that's going to come up and bite me in the ass in some years. All right. Um, by the way, if you're interested in asking questions, I'm, I only take them from the chat sometimes. Uh, you can put them at the bottom of the thread, and I'll get to them as best I can. There's a link in the chat right now. So, we're going to go to our first question, which is from Totally Not a Brony. And uh, T-Nab wants to know, are you working from home during this time of quarantine, and how is that going for you? I am. This, this is, I, that was, I, I pre-perused the thread and kind of knew, saw this one at the top of the pile and felt like it would be unavoidable. That's why I did mention earlier my profession is game programmer. So, I am thankful to be in a position where I can work from home. Though I am now even more surrounded by screens because I had to bring some of the computers from my office home so I could connect because I'm a mobile developer and Apple sucks. Because <laughs> <laughs> to do any sort of Apple development and to interact with our build machines that are still in the office that are Apple machines, I have to have, bring home my Apple from the office, which I don't even really like that much. I use a PC generally, but – and come at me, bros, but – um. So I got to take that, and then also because I was the last one out of the office, I brought the office plant and have thus harmed it because I put it out on the balcony where it got sunburned. Um, <laughs> so I'm doing fine. It is just I'm, I am missing the routine and getting just a wee bit stir-crazy, but uh, there's a lot of people that are, I can, that are helping to make it easier, and I'm able to keep doing the work I need to do. So I'm very thankful for that. No. You didn't lather. You didn't lather the planted sunscreen. No, we need sun. That's what plants do. They take Enigma. the sun and they do things. This is why everything around you dies, Enigma. Photosynthesis. So we have questions next from Terry the human, and Terry wants to know what is your favorite and least favorite MLP episode of all time. I'm going to start with the least favorite because it's the one I still haven't watched to its true – Roosh, quit the couch. Sorry, cat. Um, <laughs> I was like, shit, what did I do? Um, <laughs> no, uh, he was trying to dig in the couch, and I caught him. And Yeah, don't you look at me like that. Yeah, you run. Um, <laughs> he, he is – it's his 10 minutes of energy, of course, the moment this starts. I'm going to scratch your butt, and then I'm going to patch it and go back to this. Anyway, um – I can say my least favorite is the one that I still haven't really watched all the way through because it just – there is a distinct set of cringe humor in it that I can't stomach, and that is the Equestria Games episode where Spike is singing the national anthem of and butchering it entirely, and it's just like, no, 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 so – it, that one is my least favorite simply because it's the one I can't watch in its entirety. I have to skip that part every time. Are you saying you don't like the remix of the Cloudsdale Anthem? No, because it is cringe humor at its worst, and it hurts. 
Um, favorite episode? Oh, there's so many good ones. It's hard to pick. Uh, and so I'm going to say I don't pick because I, I really can't say a favorite just because there's so many good episodes. I mean, there's things like Amending Fences, and I did really also enjoy Shadow Play and all the setup we had to seeing the uh, Pillars of uh, Harmony. Um uh all, like uh the a lot of the finales a lot of the season starts are all really good and just there's so many there's so much good there's so much good stuff here i'll pick for you your favorite is the princess episodes which one are you talking about the the ones where the princesses go, go on vacation that is a really good one too i'm i'm I, I'm sure that somewhere Short Skirts and Explosions is smiling happily hearing you say that. I, I that was a really fun episode with the sisters going on vacation, and I'm uh, I'm a sucker for show tunes too. So any episode with a good song in it kind of rises to the top for me. Oh, that's so nice. And uh, on on the note of favorites, um, this is your top three, but let's go top one for the sake of time. What is your top? favorite memory as a brony oh uh, that one i can say rather easily so i will set the stage it's everfree northwest i forget which one and i've lost the picture which makes me really sad but um there was this sh little girl dressed up as nix <gasps> yes oh yes it was adorable one. with in the things and i managed to reciprocate the awesomeness because i had a few spare copies of the original printing of past sins with me so i after getting introduced i was like okay you you stay there run 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 back to the room grab one of the copies grab the pen run 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 back sign here you deserve this you have made memory of wonderful lifetime that is pretty cute <laughs> I, I like to think the pair grabs that Thinking, why did that man just give my child his phone number? Oh, well, no, the mother understood. She was, she was equally happy. So, because I think, um, I forget who it was. I maybe it was Brony Ryder or uh, I forget who it was, and they'll get mad at me if they hear this, and I, I'm wrong. But um, they had kind of, they had flagged me down. So someone else made this moment happen, and I'm very appreciative to that person who I can't remember exactly who it was now, and I'm feeling horrible. Well, now that our guest has literally had a shit on stream, yeah, you need some uh, you, you need some brain fiber to push that out. Oh, I can make worse noises. Oh God. Okay, so we're going to do that <laughs> later. Here. Uh, by the way, I just want to say, other podcasters can agree with me on this. I don't know what I'd fucking do if one of my characters appeared at a con or somebody in cosplay. Like, if somebody dressed up as one of my characters, I don't know how I'd fucking handle that. What, are you saying, like, a woman walks up to you, like, covered in marinara? Yeah, or, or somebody, like, dressed as, um, uh, as Muse or something like that. I don't know how I'd handle that. Like, flip it. Can you imagine Flam, Wyler? If, yeah. Yeah, yeah, flip. If somebody walked up to you at a con dressed as Stella, how would you handle this? I wouldn't. Exactly. Like, so the fact that you did is quite amazing. Seriously, that is kind of impressive. I would have just had like a massive brain disconnect. Like, really? Oh my god. What? Really? 
quietly wow. throws up on my own that, shoes. Like, well, no, no, you see that that was the benefit of run back to the hotel room. I was able to stretch out the freak out while going to get something to make it a better moment. That makes sense. So you cried the whole way, like I would have done, right? I was, I was perhaps the best way to express is like gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go, gotta go fast. Oh God. Okay. So now moving on from Sonic references immediately. Oh, uh, wow, hilarious. I posted a nice Sonic picture, but never mind. Let's no! J.K. Stryker! R.K. <laughs> Stryker, J.K. 5. I can't even say her name today, honey. I'm sorry. Uh, asks, what is your favorite non-MLP franchise? Oh, uh, that's something that changes depending on the year. Um, uh, in For shows that I really like that are not non-MLP, um, I'm a big fan of Steven Universe. Watched all that and all that insanity. Oh, those last episodes hurt. Um, uh, um, in video game franchisey stuff, um, like one of my favorite franchises is the old Sly Cooper franchise. Uh, also, just uh, oxygen not included in the video game space, just because I'm a I like the base building games. Trying to look about my room right now to help me remember what the hell else I would say. Um, yeah, I feel like there's one other. Yeah, and um, oh, um, favorite anime franchise I'd say would be Full Metal Alchemist. So I gave you multiple across genres. No, I appreciate it. And I, I'm sure that there are certain people in our chat who are having conniptions wanting to spurg out with you about certain subjects. Let's spurg out about Spinel. Oh, there it is. There it is. I don't know. We shouldn't go over and over, over that, over and over again. Ah. Uh, <laughs> well, she, well, she, you know that she did hear the story over and over again. So we can, we can drink to that. That was the joke. Yes, Yay! but you worked in the word, so credit to you. Ah, uh, thank you. I always take credit for things I didn't do if it makes Enigma suffer. You can say she had it on loop. Now, so let's drift away from that question and move on to, have you ever done any fan works for a non-MLP franchise before? Um, to kind of answer earlier, some of my earlier fan works were for non-MLP, but um, for these other ones, they are very focused and very concise stories, and you don't really get to see how the larger world works, so it does make it more difficult, I feel, to write a story that can slot into that world without disrupting it. Um, like, for example, the uh, Full Metal Alchemist is a very tight timeline of events. And so if you're – and I like trying to write things that uh, can kind of play into it unless I'm specifically like – I'm specifically changing this one event and going off on this other train track with Trolley Tom. Um, <laughs> um, then I try to kind of like – Okay, try to respect the bounds of the canon story, so not get so outlandish with something that it couldn't be possible. Um, and so MLP has a lot of room for that. There's a lot of elbow room in there to do those those sort of things. Um, but other uh, other franchises, I have yet to find one in recent years that really it feels like it has the same wiggle room. Like, for example, Steven Eunice is such a tight, focused story that it's like you can't jam something in there unless it's going to just be a villain with the main cast or 
and even then, you got to treat it like monster of the day, where everything's back to normal at the end. Um, if you want it to not to reasons, but um, or same thing for like Full Metal Alchemist and all those. It's like they tell really good stories, and that's why I really enjoy them. But they and geez, that perp word. Um, no, they, good job. We burp on this cast all the time. You have no idea. But it was water. It's just water. Okay, that's shameful. Okay, <laughs> you're fucking better. Um, but yeah, My Little Pony has that has proven with the width and with the breadth of the kinds of episodes it does, and like sometimes they're slice of life, sometimes a grand adventure, but and it they have the way it has that leg room to do things to play footsie with the facts. I think that's fair. So. Now we're going to do a little role-playing, since I know you're good at that. You can do that, right? Are you going to ask me the Sakura rhyme? No, I'm not. It's okay. Okay. Uh, so, you're, you're in Equestria. You're, you are in Equestria right now. Ready? Yeah, 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 yeah. Stop, stop, no, take it back. <laughs> <laughs> you must either battle Princess Luna in a rap battle or face Celestia in a game of Yahtzee. Who do you battle? And if you win, what prize should you choose? Uh, I'm gonna risk the Yahtzee because I'm not. I know rap. You can rhyme. You just told me you could rhyme like Sakura, so why not rap? That is different. That is different because you also have to make it beat. And it, it, no, I will. I will run the risk with Yahtzee. And, I would uh, rap battle. I would definitely do the rap battle, and I would just. Write a horrible insult rap against Luna. Uh, I would um, just do. I would just do mom spaghetti meme consistently. Okay, okay, okay. But well, congratulations to you two. I'm gonna take my chance with chance and the the, the throws of the dice and getting pitied maybe. Anyway, um. So should you win? What now? What do you get? Uh... <laughs> well, that's such a wide open and. Contextless question. The canvas is vast, and I don't know where to start. Oh. An hour Not after in the ball pit. <laughs> no, no ball pits. No. <laughs> that that horse pussy. No. Oh, um, I'm gonna say a magical jewel that does something fun, and I'll leave it at that because <laughs> I don't want to describe magic at this point. Magic Ruby butt plug. Got it. So, questions uh, from... Well, now, you're just, now, now you're just shoving words in weird places. Hey, if I do nothing else, I'm very good at shoving things in weird places, let me tell you. Shakespeare Cleese is next, very appropriately. And Shakespeare Cleese has a lightning round for you. And I don't know why it's a lightning round, but we're going to do it anyway. Did you bring your own drinks tonight, or are you having the Barcast Gin? I'm having water. It's it's filtered water from hey. a fancy pitcher. It's a fancy pitcher, but it's water. To be clear, if we sold a drink as a cast, it would not be fucking gin. Sorry, Flam. Not sorry. I mean, fair. It, it, would, it would definitely be just, like, moonshine. <laughs> uh, spe <laughs> Speaking of drinking... Oh, perfect. Do you think your first comedy... Ha ha ha. Drop of moonshine. A masked grins. Wait, what's the question? 
Speaking of drinking, do you think your first comedy, Drop of Moonshine, amassed grins? All of these rhyme at the end. That's that's the joke. Uh, amassed grins, uh, I guess. People had fun with it. Yes. So, yes. I can yes. feel Shakespeare please being upset at me for reading. You think in a speed writing competition, do you think it's whoever writes best or fast wins? Uh, it's, it's who can make something that fits in the small package. It's like, if you, if you, you can tell a grand story, but if you can't write it all down in the time provided, then you're going to lose. So it's all about scope. So in, we- other, in other words, if you got a big dick and you don't know how to use it, it's not very good. You, you you need to have a dick right size for the right situation. There you go! And you gotta know what you're doing with it, because if you're just, like, stabbing it everywhere and you're hitting belly buttons and shit, like, it's not useful, man. I don't know. Someone might be into that. Who knows? You know? Yep. It, it, you're right. Right situation. Somebody might be into the belly button fucking. Now you're you rhyming. Oh, no. What have I done? Do you think the Brony fandom peaked in 2012, or has it grown more vast since? Um, I do think we hit our critical mass in population, but the quality of people remains. Or in quality, whoever you want to. I guess it depends what you think of something like this. Yeah, thanks. Thanks. Thanks, Thanks. You said I could take shots. I did, and I meant alcohol, but that's fine. (laughs) Anyway, when driving to a convention, do you stay in other hotels along the way or drive past in? Uh, While I do have a car, I don't drive it except to go to the grocery store. I treat that poor thing like I'm a granny. And so uh, I fly, and I go straight there, usually, so. No road tripping for me. And I just heard my echo. Hello? Oh, I know. hope you're not echoing. I try not to. Hello. Do you prefer live music or recordings of when a person from the past sings? Uh, I've gone to a few uh, live concerts, but uh, uh, for the general uh, workday things where I'm trying to teach a computer to... Well, I'm basically conducting the flea circus that is the screen of pixels in front of me. Um... <laughs> Um, I do prefer uh, good a good set of recorded musics. <sighs> oh, oh, shakes. Do you type directly on the site or import your text from paste bins? I import from Google Drive. So, so have you realized what all of these questions have in common? Shakespeareically should be horribly disappointed in himself because that just it's bad it's it's like it it's he wrote it in the past so it's just a set of sins at this point and we drink i don't care we drink it for that thank <laughs> you well done mm. beautiful Mwah. um Antibus is next and actually comes out and asks it what was your inspiration for next so this this is a little bit of a long one, but I'll try to keep it brief. Um, so the the Nyx of past sins was inspired by a Nyx from another story, which is a little weird of a conundrum, but I will I'm gonna get to it. So um, 
Nyx, in her original form, appeared very briefly in the story. Um, fuck, what's that story called? <laughs> um, uh, okay. Describe cre- it. Creeping, Creeping Darkness, which was my Alan Wake crossover. Oh, and, sure. um, yeah. So that that was like the second story I wrote in the fandom. Passings being the third, and Beyond Living Through Science and Ponies being the first. And so I, I was kind of like my first two were video game crossovers just because I was getting my feel for things, getting my getting my horsework legs. Um, if that isn't a grotesque image, I don't know what is. But but um, in that story, there is a moment where there is a Nyx like character that is just represents like the innocence of Nightmare Moon or something in the weird. Bleh. But basically like that idea and that kind of like very brief redemption a very like small step redemption for Nightmare Moon in that story. Kind of like, that's a really good idea. This idea won't leave me alone. Oh God, it's knocking on the door. It's breaking down the hinges. I'm going to write a 200,000 word story about it. And so that was the inspiration for Nyx. (laughs) And you realize like how much of a life of her own Nyx had taken on, like where she shows up. Yeah. Yeah, I, 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 it's like it, it ranges from the very good to the very bad. So you're saying it ranges from like the nice, popular, even well loved by voice actors of the show, areas of the fandom, to 4chan. That's what you're saying. Yes. There's a story someone wrote where Nyx gets barbecued alive and eaten by her friends and family. That so that the depths are there. I, I can promise I did not write that one. <laughs> it sounds like a sup- something awful story. What was that? Uh... Uh, some, something emo and edgy? That's the one. It does sound like something, hey, everybody's trying this something emo and edgy story to go write a fanfic about Nick's getting barbecued. He'll be great. Um, in the, so there are more questions that are not Nick's related for Mentibus. Mentibus has a question that is best ship and worst ship. Uh, this is the trouble. It's like, I can, I, I, my head cannon shifts as I need it to for a story. So my ships are generally just as fluid. Uh, from the end of the show, I did really enjoy some of the ships they were laying out in the epilogue, particularly from, uh, with Yona and Sandbar, as well as the very subtly hinted Rainbow Dash and Applejack. But at the same time, the show has been hinting that in hints. The show itself doesn't seem consistent with what it hints at. You got the equestrian girls where they hint at Applejack and Rainbow, and uh, not Applejack and Rainbow, Applejack and Rarity. Like Rarity literally dates a guy in the same color scheme with freckles. It's like Hasbro, yeah, you're cheating. But, but but Rarity likes the peen. So that's the unless Applejack's got a dick lying around somewhere she's like stuffed up there and we can't see. I it, 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 so. Yeah. Uh, uh, correction. Rarity likes the Baskin Robinson spoons. We're not. We're not. It's not being a thing, Enigma. We're not making that a um, fucking thing. Uh, worship. Anything involving Zephyr Breeze? I don't like him. I would agree with that. Actually, quite quite firmly, I would agree with that. It's like I don't want him to be alone, but at the same time, he needs someone that'll make him better, and I and will can whip him into shape. So, like he needs like a Leela or something. 
No nonsense, kick your ass, get you in shape. I, I mean, or he could just die. But then Fluttershy would be moderately sad. She's always moderately sad. She's Fluttershy. Like, she takes care of animals. You know what the lifespan of a rabbit is? Good lord, that woman's gonna cry all the time. Well, <laughs> no, 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 no. She has proven she is very understanding of the life cycles of animals. After all, she is the one that seriously talked Rainbow Dash with Tank about yeah. hibernation, which, of course, was a grand metaphor for death. <laughs> So, what I'm saying is, let's kill her brother. <laughs> no, that's I, it. That, that, that's the thesis. That's what we're working uh, with. I, I think I found a soapbox for you. <laughs> I, I, I can add it to my collection. <laughs> and I can ask, yeah, Enigma, shall, shall we... Let, let's, let's take a vote. Enigma, do we, do we kill Zephyr Breeze? Yes. Ben, do we kill Zephyr Breeze? Sure, let's do it. Milk, do we kill Zephyr Breeze? Don't you dare say he's hot. Can I keep the bottom half at least? Yes. Oh, wait, I just yes. realized that who Zephyr Breeze is. Absolutely, absolutely kill him. Okay, so we kill him and give the lower torso to Milk for all of his necrophilia needs. Deal? Sure. Excellent. Good. Moving on. Best modern era brony music art. So anything after 2017. That's going to be a harder sell. Do you listen to a lot of Brody music? I try to, but at the same time, I don't get around, and I haven't like picked up on a particular person. I really could say, oh yeah, this this particular person, I like everything they're doing. Just because that's not how I generally work with music. Period. I, I like I like a song, and then maybe after years, I'll realize, oh wait, a bunch of these songs were by the same person. Yay, Reba. <laughs> Good God, it, what? <laughs> I I was I my upbringing was rural with mostly country stations. It is in, it is my taste in music. Deal with it. Why you're a simple bitch, ain't you? Maybe that's why I am fond of Applejack. She thinks she reminds me of home. <laughs> you just want a farm girl. Oh, aren't you cute? So, what song then? What is your favorite Brony made? <sighs> Uh, pass. I'm sorry. I don't have a good answer. It's okay. I'm. I'm going to assume that I it's do, my right. I do really appreciate everyone who's made fan music for past sins. I can Aww. rattle off a couple of those. Like, all right. There's like L Horse who did. Um. No. L Horse did a metal cover of someone else's acoustic song that they did. Um. There's there was a couple sound just orchestral arrangements done by a few different people. I'm it's like I'd have to I had when I did the story glimpses and the accompanying blog post, I did a big dump of just people who did music, art, everything. So I'd have to look back at that to refresh my memory. <laughs> but I, I appreciate the things when people make me things. It's nice. no. Well, speaking of uh making you things, we're going to make you do this. If you were forced to ship a foal with Nyx, who would you choose? A background foal with Nyx. Yeah, you gotta you gotta ship Nyx with somebody. Uh, I'm going to admit this water is a little um. Let this this thought is a little 
polluted. You, just because you'd chip with Big Mac, wouldn't you? No, 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 no. Because <laughs> that's we no, we're just no, no. But um, <laughs> yes. Uh, no, um, the the uh the story the story which is now called Black Feather by Recon um has Nick's shift with uh Thunder Lane's little brother Rumble. And so that's kind of like the only ship I've ever really thought about because that's the only one I've read. And mm-hmm. I haven't really put my hat on really to say that stuff for Nick. So I'm going to go with the fans have answered that question for me, and it's Rumble. <laughs> oh, there you go. And we'd call it Numble. And I think that's adorable. So. Numble so- sounds like a student from Hogwarts. So does Nimble, but I like that better than I like Numble better than Nimble, frankly. It could be Rick's. Gross. <laughs> I don't like this. Gross. I don't like that one. That's gross. I don't it like it. Rick's. It's so I don't like it. It's gross. Don't like it. No, no. So if you if you answer this question wrong, I'm just gonna be mad at you. Subway or pizza? Now, you see, that's a loaded question, because one's a franchise, one's a genre. Yep. <laughs> so, um, I will partake of Subway, just because that's one of the places I'll walk to for lunch when I'm not in COVID lockdown death. Um, <laughs> but um, it's hard to argue with a good pizza, though I am a heathen for other reasons. I am of the pineapple enjoyers. You can get out. out. Door's right there. No, we're only 45 minutes in. No. Yeah. Yeah. That that wouldn't be a shortest interview before we kicked somebody out. (laughs) You you were doing fine until you made that big oof. But, you know, we'll we'll let it slide. We'll let it slide. We'll go on to number 69, which is, what is your favorite story on the site? And what is your favorite story you've written? Um, so it's again, it's super hard to pick a favorite because I have, I a I don't read as much as I'd like to on the site, but also I've also read enough to like, oh, it's so hard to pick something. Um, I'm trying to actually go to my library right now to help me remember. So there's a lot of one shot, uh, like I mentioned, Recon's uh, Black Feathers, which is. Uh, which is a uh, was a crossover with Fallout, Equestria, and Passins. So, like merging two titans of the universe. Um, um, uh, Death takes a holiday, which is a uh, classic from there. Uh, Celestia really hates tea. Uh, Applejack, Princess of Eyebrows, which was a silly little thing. Um, it's not entirely written by me, but I really enjoyed doing it, which was Pone Murder, which was a story, take a drink, um, that was a, a round robin thing where one author could only read the previous chapter, and it was a 14-some chapter story, and I was the anchor, so I had to tie it all up and finish it, which was, and it's like, everyone was mad, because it was actually a cohesive story until Wanderer D's chapter, then Wanderer D went super off the rails, Don Scroll kept it off the rails, and I had to just plow it into the station and kill everyone's hopes and dreams. You had to jam it home. We, uh, we appreciate you doing so. 
Um, and yeah, so uh, lots of stuff like that. Um, uh, for the favorite things that I've written, um, my like my one of my guilty pressure ones that I really like that I, I had a lot of fun writing at the time was a uh, little sugar strap of horror, which is a uh, inspired by a crossover for uh, uh, little shop of horror. If that wasn't painfully obvious from the title, <laughs> um, uh, otherwise, um, a favorite one that was, I really liked how it came out and, but it's kind of, it was turned into the, the weird favorite was last evening together because that was the one that made uh, someone so mad that they wrote a counterfeit to it and then left the site. I'm not going to name the person in particular, but it's like, that was the first story that I created. That was the first short story I wrote that created just a, a uh, an explosion of drama. It's like, it, 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 you got drama out of this? This? That doesn't make sense. Hey. We're, the, we're a My Little Pony fan, and we can get drama out of anywhere. Just give us <laughs> enough time. So, sure, let's do this. Is Luna best princess? Note the lack of question mark. <laughs> is, is Luna best... Whoop, my chair just whooped. I'm fine. <laughs> you okay? Yeah, no, it's just I was late, pushing back, and then the little bar in the chair decided to give up the ghost for a moment and let, let me lean further back than I wanted. Uh, so, is Luna best princess? Luna is certainly in the top four. As I completely dodged the non-question. <laughs> That's fine. I like it. Oh, I think you could actually do this, and I, I want to hear it. Could you give us your best diamond dog impression? Uh, I gotta remember what the diamond dogs sound like. Go like Jar Jar, but like like Jar Jar Binks took you know math, like testosterone, kind of. Give me one moment. La 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 la. Gruff wants the stones. Yes, the pretty stones. Yes. Not bad at all. There we go. Hmm. Yeah, that's my apprentice. <laughs> <laughs> I I yeah, diamond dogs in, in the Star Wars universe would not be a happy thing. Young Skywalker, he turns himself into a pickle. Was the funniest shit I've ever seen. So we have questions by Nalia next. Who says, hello, Penstroke. Hey, where? Do you like head pats? Oh, I like to give head pats to my cat, but he's being a butthead right now. But do you like receiving head pats? Uh, when is the last time I've had a head pat? I imagine I would enjoy it, but I can't recall a recent event. So let it be known, the next time you see Penstroke in public, at a convention or any other time, please go up to him and without saying anything, just gently pat him on the head. He I will karate chop. That is my one warning. <laughs> I, I think I probably have to jump to reach your head, so it would be quite a spectacle, just to tell you. You jump, you pat, I karate chop, you end up on the floor, I get sued. It's a grand plan. But I mean, I'm, but I'm tiny. Could you even reach down that far? Okay, you'll, you'll get the karate kick. How about that? Fuck! Mm. Yep, nope, that is my one weakness. <laughs> where is, where, when does a karate yeet come into play? 
I'm afraid I don't know that maneuver. The yeet? Do you know what to yeet is? I vaguely... To lob far away from oneself. Aggressively. I mean, I could bring a baseball butt ball and yeet it into your face. There you go! That, that works. Not a, not a direct yeeting, but, in, uh, but indirect counts, right? I'd say it counts, you know, as long as you're yeeting something. But I mean, if you... I am small enough to be yeeted, so I would appreciate the kick instead. But more importantly, do you like tacos? Tacos are a wonderful thing. I particularly like the tacos from the Ranchito in restaurant, or the Westmex restaurant in my hometown. I think that's... Do you ever do homemade tacos, like... I no. do, I do, though I pull, I make them the lazy way my mother made them, just because I just want the, the taco meat that's been made delicious with a McCormick seasoning packet. Hey, hey, Enigma, Flam, can you guys endorse our gringo tacos, please? <laughs> it, it, yeah, mine is very much a gringo taco. Yeah, Flam, Enigma, please endorse these. Give, uh, give us give us our gringo taco pass. It's not Peruvian, so I, I have no... Say in this. But 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 you you can lie. <laughs> Dude, yeah. I don't even like tacos actually. Yeah, ta tacos do not believe do not exist in Peruvia. In Peruvia. You shut your whore mouth right now with that word. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess we have to just like be shamed with our gringo tacos. It's fine. Yeah, I I, I have gotten. Okay, so. There's two ways I'll have tacos. I'll have plain taco, but then I'll have... I also have my personal recipe for taco pizza. Which has at least gotten a, a stamp of approval from my uh, my uh, Mexican friend, El Oso. <laughs> which, that's, it's like a deep dish pizza with pizza crust. Replace the marinara sauce with refried beans. Get the Get your favorite taco meat. Get it really into a thick. Get your get your veg. Get your cheese. Put it in the oven. Pull it out, and then uh, use salsa on top, and that's delicious. I I want to point out that your Mexican friend's nickname is the Bear. Yes, that's the joke. <laughs> he and is six, still trying to understand. He, he's six four. <laughs> he's a bear. No, he's a bear. You win. <laughs> oh, is he gay? No, I don't think so. He, he needs to be careful about calling himself the bear in public, then. <laughs> Just saying, if you're 6'4", and is he at all hairy? Uh, I have not. I don't think so. Okay, it's like, he, he, got, he got to be careful. He got, he got to be careful. Well, oh, and I, you know what? No, I, usually I don't let people do this, but special occasions, so I'll let you do it, honey. Uh, Nolly wants to know if you'd ever do a written interview with a uh, certain someone, namely her. Uh, I guess I do uh, written interviews. You just got to PM me the questions and give me time to reply, especially more than a day because I'm busy. Well, there you fucking go. You've heard it here. You're welcome. Don't do that again. Zappa Frost wants to know, what is your favorite past sins Fan work and why? I know we've already discussed stories. Um, so, are there any pieces of art or media that you just fucking love? 
Um, I am going to give a shout out at this point to Saturn Star. I forget the last. There's a number in that name, but um, she has been turning past sins into a comic for working on it for years now, and she's she's over halfway through, which I give a lot of credit towards. Um. Uh, so yeah, I think she is at she's somewhere in chapter fourteen of the twenty some. So she's 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 closing in on the end, I suppose. Um, so there's definitely a lot for that because like a single picture is always well appreciated. But I've got to give her a lot of credit for like doing it for years. Um, I know some people have also like done ask tumblers. Uh, there was the Nix contacts tumbler by Severith that was really well done, really well drawn, really beautiful, and kind of it did an explanation of ninth dimensional physics. So yay! Um, and uh, I also appreciate anyone who does like physical things beyond art because like like you, uh, I've got two Nix plushies over in the corner from different folks that are absolutely adorable. Um, and I didn't have to commission them. I bought them because they went and made the pattern. And I decided, hey, can I sell this at a convention? Yes, but I want a discount. That is my general policy. <laughs> it's like, if you ask me, I'll say yes, but I want a discount because I'm going to buy one. Uh, I think this is a, about the halfway point before we launch into Skeeter the Lipper's questions. So we're going to take a moment to step aside to say a couple things. And uh, Flame and Enigma have done this before recently. So, hey, Milk! Yep, make sure they can hear you. Push the talk, bitch. Okay, I'm pushing the button. Let me turn off Animal Crossing, too. Oh, my God! Stop playing Animal Crossing while we're being professional! No! No! Okay. Hey, Milk. Hey, Pencil. Did you know that we're at a convention right now? We're doing what now? We're at a convention! I thought this was the strip club. That too! We're doing a strip club convention with LoonyCon! <laughs> <laughs> so LoonyCon is an online convention that's going on right now because we're all stuck at home, so that is what we're doing it for. LoonyCon is great. Go follow them on Twitter. Alex, get their Twitter. Please post their Twitter. Alex, post their fucking Twitter, Alex. Do it fucking now, you intern! Okay, but you know what? We're supporting something else, too. You know what that is, Milk? What, are we, what else are we supporting? Another strip club? Yeah, but this one is for rescued horses. Wow, that's a really weird strip club. <laughs> Don't I know it? It's called Red Wings Horse Sanctuary. It's in Southern California, and their mission is to rescue horses from bad situations, either just unfortunate ones, the owner has passed away or something, or they've been displaced from their land, or from abusive situations and nurse them back to health, get them out to loving owners, or take care of them for the rest of their lives. We sponsor a horse there named Little Bit. He's a mini horse, and he's super cute. And all of the money you donate through the barcast.net uh, through a Patreon goes directly to him to pay for his care and upkeep. If you'd like to donate money, you can also donate it directly to them. On top of that, if you don't have money but you'd like to donate, there's a little dime in the lower right-hand corner of your, of your screen in the chat window. That's for bits. We do accept bits, and bits become real money. If you do not want to buy bits, you can click Get Bits, and then watch a video or an ad 
earn bits and give them to us. We will read aloud the top three bit givers at the end of the stream. Right now, our top bit giver is 100. So get in there, guys. We'd love to see some more donations. Hey, Milk. What? So when it comes to strip clubs, you know what the best strip club is? What's the, oh God, what's the best strip club pencil? The friends we made along the way. But what if your friends are the strippers? I mean, what do you think you assholes are? I okay! You that no one would want to see me strip. I'm pretty sure so many gay men would want to see you strip, Flynn. Yeah, and that's the problem. I don't know want to see me strip. It's all good. I mean, okay. I'd, I'd give you a fiver. Well, I mean, okay, then fuck it. Five dollars. Fuck it, five dollars. All right, I'll strip for you. Five more dollars to the horses. <laughs> Penstroke, in with the assist here. I love it. So, Penstroke, have you urinated and got a refresher on your drink? And are you ready to dive back in? Yes. I can fucking tell. We're going to come back in with Skeeter the Worker questions. And Skeeter says, what is your biggest inspiration family-wise to you? Oh, Taffy. Um, because um, uh, uh, for the creativity side of things, I would suppose I can definitely attribute that to my mother, who uh, worked in a creative cre career for thirty years, running her own business at the same time. Did really well. Dragged me along to help, like any good mother that has a business should. <laughs> I have had to wear fur suits for Easter. <laughs> had to or wanted to? Had to. That was not... They were very old and dusty. Um, <laughs> um, but for my work ethic, I take great inspiration from my father, who was a farmer who worked his 200 acres basically all on his own with only uh, ask, stubbornly asking for help in very rare situations. So kudos to them. Um, but what about outside your family? Who's your biggest inspiration? Um, I think I would, for my actual writing, I don't know if I, inspiration would be the right word, but enabler would probably be a very good one. Uh, my the one of the few one of the language arts teachers from my high school would allow me to, after I'd eaten lunch, to retreat to her classroom and use the computers there to do some writing at lunch, and that was. Let me get in daily writing, even if I was busy after class with some of my sporting activities. So I greatly appreciate her for that. Hmm. Also wholesome. Well, time to make enemies. Star Wars or Star Trek or both, and why? Uh, they're both pretty good sci-fi, I guess. I'm not super fanatical about either one. Uh, okay, no. Here's here's my answer. It, I will choose option C, Futurama. That's not, that's its own separate beautiful creature. That's a different animal. You have to choose between the two great star things. Star Wars or Star Trek or both and why. You gotta choose one. Fucking choose one. But you said both. Or both, or both, but you gotta choose. <laughs> I will choose both because I they 
they both equally tell some good stories and have their weird moments like surfing on uh, galactic waves of energy, I guess. Or the Force explanation being little bugs. What a diplomatic and cop-out answer. Next question! I, I am deflecting like a pro here. Don't undercut me. <laughs> I, I will. <laughs> uh, if you could rewrite any episode of MLP, which one would you rewrite and why? It, the, 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 the Equestria Games one with the horrible cringe moment. It doesn't need that! I hate it. I hate that whole episode. Perfect. Yes, I'm fine with that. Alright, you're going to a bar. What drink do you order? I don't like the taste of alcohol. The only thing I've ever been able to stomach is a very weak, dirty Shirley. So I'll have orange juice or pineapple juice. But, like, okay, so have you had, say, uh, Bloody Mary? Not Bloody Mary. You would hate that. Oh, my goodness. A screwdriver before. No. It's just orange juice and vodka. That's all. I have not had it. You might enjoy it. You should never force yourself to drink for anyone or any reason. Period. Full stop. You should tell that to my 10-year high school reunion where they were so baffled I still didn't drink. <laughs> I, I would. As a heavy drinker, I will happily... The only person I forced to drink like an asshole is Enigma. <laughs> yeah, and you failed. I got you to take a shot of pepperoni vodka. Oh, yeah. Why would you... Why would the thing you'd break for be pepperoni vodka? That sounds horrendous. Well, you, know you, what so it... you soak the pepperoni in the vodka, and then you use it to to put on top of your pizza, and it gives it a really nice bite as the alcohol bakes off. You know what it tasted like? Pepperoni okay. and vodka. No. You know when you have like a little baby bar, but then you swallow it? Yes. It tasted like that. I'll well, believe it. Okay, I was picturing something entirely different. Like, it's one of those weird, like, flavored vodkas that come cheap from some place, like the peppermint vodkas or something. Well, well like... no, no. I only gave you half the story. You see, what you have to do something with that leftover vodka the pepperoni's been soaking in for, like, six hours. Okay, so it is straight-up pepperoni vodka, and I will return to my original statement. Oh, my God, why? Because I, I forced Enigma to drink it, and he did it, because I told him to. Yeah, I think yeah. you have too much power over this person. I'll do I any, do. I'll do anything for approval, Strokey. <laughs> That's right, we haven't called you Strokey yet. <sighs> well, time to make more enemies. PlayStation, Xbox, Switch, or PC? Um, I prim my primary play platform is PC. Uh, then it kind of goes into a tie with uh, uh, Switch and uh, PlayStation 4. Um, but uh, I've never really gotten into Xbox, but that's mostly because uh, I only could only afford one at a time, one genera one at a time growing up. So I was like, okay, this generation, I'll go Sony because I wanted to play the Sly Cooper, Sly, Sly Cooper games. I will get that word out. Bleh. Or it's like, oh, GameCube, yay! It's like I didn't own a console till GameCube. I rented from the local video store before that. That's a very likely story. Next question. I would Finally, hope it's likely it's what happened. <laughs> I, I was I was making the audience drink. Uh. Well, I made it worse because I said it too. Oh, fuck. 
Well, finally, are you having a good time with us today? That's what Skeeter wants to know, and uh, I hope the answer is yes. I feel like I shouldn't give you the answer yet because it's not over yet. So far, though. So far, though, yeah, sure. You're, you're trending in the right direction. We're trending, guys! That means we're internet famous! It's about as valuable as horse famous. Yay! Yay! Says Yay. the horse famous person on Fan Fiction. So, we have questions now from Latrius. Start, and we're just going to do some quick fire. Are you ready? I guess. Would you hug an original changeling? Uh, yes, but they can't do the hissy, fa the hissing face. That's not nice. What if What if you hug them and they just hiss over your ear? Then there's gonna be a punch happening. All right, All right. punching punching changelings aside, would you hug Ocellus? Yee. Would you hug Wuna? Yee. Would you hug a bat pony? Same hissing rules. Would you hug Nyx? Yes. Like, I, I don't. If you said no to that, I'd be floored. <laughs> you you would call. Uh, OC services on me. I would like I'd have I'd, I'd have her taken away in probably skirts or some shit. Have him make her a princess. It'd be perfect. Like a proper, like humanized princess with skirts and probably cross dressing. Um. Anyway. So, would you hug Lil Pip? And I, I, are you aware of who Lil Pip is? I'd be kind of surprised. You didn't. Yeah, I, I, I am. I am casual acquaintances with K Cat, and so there, there was. <gasps> There was, once upon, <laughs> there, was, there was once upon a time we almost collaborated on a story, but it, it fell through. But I'm very happy to see she's writing again and she's got her new, a new story out. I know that Enigma desperately wants to get K-Cat on the podcast, and I'm sure afterwards he'll beg you to put us in touch. I, I, I just want Senpai to notice me. Is that too much to ask for? Uh, yeah, it's just it, uh, I also know K-Cat's generally not for the interview scene, at least not for the vocal ones. At least that's my understanding of it. So it'd be also, a little hard. Yeah, we're pretty traumatizing too. Like, yeah. I understand that. Um, so sorry, Enigma Senpai will never notice you. Enigma's crying. It's fine. You know, tears, tears on the inside. Oh, so while Enigma cries and while I take a good stiff drink, Flaminvafa, what are you doing right now, my dear? What did you like to know? Wrong! You're, you're asking questions from Seton! From Seton? All right, let me just find there. Seton, and his questions are... Okay, it was nothing at first. I was about to say, are you... You're like, no, those are his questions, and if you decide to do any voice at any time, please do not do it for the whole thing. We had a request last time from hand-holding haunts, so just pick a question at random and be hand-holding haunts for that, okay? Okay, I'll just do one question, that's fine. But let's see. So Seven asks, one, what is your favorite meal, snack, or food stuff that is really unhealthy but so friggin' delicious? Probably my taco pizza. <laughs> probably pizza. Well, the the recipe I was rattling off earlier is probably not the most healthy thing. Um, uh, Oreos are good. Oreos are really good. That and there's a shop at the nearby mall that sells chocolate-dipped Oreos, which are extra 
good, but also extra not good for you. Oh, of course, certainly. Didn't Oreos didn't didn't they actually have their own chocolate dip ones for a while? It was like I think they edition. did. I think they did. Interesting. It was it was like white chocolate dipped. Yeah, I'm gonna look that up after this. So number two, what is the biggest or weirdest fear that you have? Uh I think I, I it's not a singular thing, but uh usually I sleep like a log, but sometimes I do manage to come out of it and like my dreams will linger and I have fought the shadow demons in my apartment violently with a uh with a my blanket before. So I, I fear what lurks behind the shadows. So you've actually had physical altercation with the shadow people. One could that, or it was I was sleepwalking lucidly enough to remember it. One of the two. Well, one sounds more badass than the other. So we'll we'll say that you actually fought the shadow people because that sounds fucking awesome. Yeah. Alrighty. Three, why is bagged milk the best milk? I've never had bagged milk, so I don't know. <clears throat> if I may. Do you know of bag do you know of bagged milk? I know of boxed milk, and I know of plastic bottle milk. I do not know of bagged milk. Alright, so in Canada <laughs> they sell milk in bags. Now you think, wow, that's actually, you know, not that bad an idea. But here's the thing. They take the bags. And they take a picture, and you might think, oh, they just put the milk into the pitcher, right? And they pour it out of the pitcher. That would be the logical thing, right? Go on. But they don't do that. They put the whole bag in the pitcher, and then they cut off one corner and pour it out. And if you think I'm fucking kidding, here in behind the counter, I am posting a link for you to witness what I am talking about. This is the way Canadians have milk. I'll have to ask my Canadian co-worker about this phenomenon. Your Canadian co-worker nicknamed Moose. No. All right. I, so, but I will not say his name to respect rules and regulations. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. So... With this in mind, with this hideous picture I have given you, how does that make you feel about Canadian motherfucking bagged milk? I mean, you're not pouring it twice. You can crimp the bag shut to keep it fresh. I can see why not to pour it all the way out of the bag. But a carton, though. Maybe it's easier to transport. Maybe the Canadians are onto something. I don't know. I I I I can't give it a compin. Uh, I need more data, and I don't need a more story. So let's move on. All right, Bram. Yes. Number four. What is your one annoying habit? I do chew my nails a bit too much. So, and I know some people will find that annoying, and that's about all I got. That's that, fair. That and my coworkers find it endearing, but when I'm wound up or something, I will strike random poses and say, ah, yeah. So, you know, having never taken any sort of martial arts lesson, so. 
That's actually kind of hilarious. I like that. <laughs> I, what's extra hilarious is I pantomimed it as I said it. It's like, hi, yeah. <laughs> like, I can just imagine pe people who don't know you in your office and you're making JoJo poses and people and like, is he okay? He's like, no. <laughs> he's well, on the cusp of a breakthrough. Well, well remember, we're, not a, we're a game developer. We don't get a lot of strangers in the office. <laughs> okay. Fair enough. Must have been interesting the first couple times. Though. Well, I am the one closest to the door, so I guess there's a reason for that. Maybe I scare off the unworthy. <laughs> I like that. There you go. Well, all right then. Number five. What would you say is the theme song for your sex life? I think I'd need one before that. <laughs> uh, I have no good answer for this one. I'm sorry. You totally with all by myself. <laughs> like, how's, there you go. There we go. You found a answer. I don't know if it's the answer, but it's a answer. Yep, that's I am a non pencil, so hey, it works for me. I'm going to stop and drink now. Play a mask question. Hey, LMAO. So, number six. Do you watch anime by chance? And if so, what are your favorites? And bonus points if you're a fan of Dorarara. I have watched Dorarara. I have watched that and I did enjoy it. But um, as I mentioned earlier, um, my longtime favorite is Full Metal Alchemist. Um, mm -hmm. I also have watched all the way through and enjoyed. Uh, Black Butler, Kill the Kill. Uh, I'm up to date with Her My Hero Academia. I think maybe I'm in episode two behind. Um, no spoilers, please. I'm I'm just rattling off names. I won't ruin it. Um, Thank you. Uh, Trigger's doing a new one that's really uh, the B Stars one that came up on Netflix was really good. Um, that and Trigger's doing a Animal World one too. That's a few episodes out now, so it's just it's it's Zootopia era, I guess. Um, um what else uh, have I watched a lot? Watched most of the way through. Uh, um, Claymore was one I enjoyed a lot too. Uh, uh, yeah, I I think I've listed enough. <laughs> yeah, it's nice. You got a nice uh. A nice palette there. So that's good. Let's see what do we got here. Seven. Ah, yes. Just how big is your porn stash? I don't. No I don't save much to the computer. I usually just linger around particular websites, and I can't say I really go super hardcore with anything. So I'm gonna say modestly appropriate. Fair. Fair. Alright, and the last question from Sednan, since I've been requested to do the first voice I've ever done, ever. I will ask it once I finish chewing my snack. So, number eight. How cute is this swiftly growing, time-devouring bitch? Her name is Ellie. Brindle English Mastiff. Oh, it, it, it is a cute puppy. Yes, it is very, very cute. Oh, they're good, they're good. Oh, I mean, I have seen cuter, yes. my I, I inherited father of vast love for the German Shepherd. But 
Oh this my is, god. This is this is cute puppy too, yes. Are you okay, Flam? I'm alive. <laughs> that's that's the start. I, uh, last time I checked our viewers, we were at 30, now we're at 26. <laughs> oh, well, to be fair, Fiona started her stream, so. Oh, that works too. Okay. Yeah, it's it's Fee, man. What do you want to do? Right. Uh, do you want to do shorts? Shorts? Shorts. Do you want to do shorts and uh, Muggany, and then I will back from you? Absolutely. So, with the end of sentence questions, we move on to shorts and explosions. The man, the myth, the legend. And he doth ask, what doth life? It's just like him to write something so brief, yet so compoundingly mystifying. Uh, what doth life? Life doth life. There. That's not the first time we've gotten that answer, but it's a true one. It works. It's true. And it works. Rightio. And that's the end of his questions. We move on to Mugany, who asks, or says before he asks, Hello, Mr. Penis Stroke. I am a big fan. Here are my questions. Questions being one. One. Father Penstroke, beholder of the sacred pin that licks thy parchment with its ink, I bestow upon you the question, how is your day? My day's going pretty good. I took a walk, got groceries, played a bit of Animal Crossing. I'm not playing it now, though. I'm trying to be a good boy. Yeah, milk! <laughs> uh, so... I will. Well, and that's how my day is going. Yes. Very nice. All right. We got questions from that other other guy. And, uh, hey, Milk, you want to help me out by posting that? I got it. Other other guy wants you to know, and wants to ask, how does this picture make you feel? Salmonella infused. Can we just for a moment talk about, like, the existence of this image on the internet? No. The worst thing I've ever seen on the internet. All right, we won't. Let's move on. <laughs> it, it's like, I jokingly, it's like, it's the internet. There's there's probably other variations of this. I'm well, sure, but. I heard you could fly in on. I well, no, 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 no. Okay, here's what, here's what comes to mind with this picture. Draw me like your Kentucky Fried Chicken. <laughs> I heard your girlfriend left you, Colonel Sanders. Maybe I could be your girlfriend. You could fry me up like them finger-licking fritters. No one would ever know. Take a look at, the, take a look at this breast and thighs. I got seven secret herbs and spices. Legs for days. I'm awful good in buttermilk dressing. <laughs> yeah, that happened. Okay. Um. Okay. So the next question is: For how much charity money to a charity of your choice would it take for you to star in a porno? Obscene amounts that I don't want to try to put a number on because that just encourages people. There would just be some rich asshole in the brony community. Be like, well, now that you mention it. <laughs> just 
Never give. Don't. I'm not giving anyone an initial uh, bidding price. Yeah, you guys already fucking know my bidding price. I said it. So. But what yes. would you title your porno? Oh yeah, what would you title a porno with yourself? Uh, and why would it be stroking the pen? Okay. <laughs> Let's. Yeah. Yes. There. You. You. You've done it. I'm not. I'm. Not, no. Yeah. Yes. No. Yes. Your. Your penstroke.exe has restarted and has cleansed his cache. If If it was mine, mine would be Operation Barbarassa. Uh, I don't even know what I. Got. Yeah. What would everyone's porno name be in here? Yeah. Or porno. A porno. Uh, Porno title, sure. We we don't have time for this, but yeah, I think Enigmas would just be Please Daddy, and that would be it. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, that's terrible. Milks probably would be uh, buttermilk. What, what? What? Why not? Please pencil. <laughs> no! No! Do not want. Take away his right to procreate one time. I did, and he has seen my titties. So, like, I don't, I don't know how to deal no, with don't, it. Don't remind me that I saw your tits, because I forgot. No, you didn't. Don't fucking no, lie. I was able to why masturbate, and, like, with no problem, but I was you able to masturbate with my tits? No, no, no. <laughs> Do you remember digging this hole? No. <laughs> Do you remember when I mentioned that, like, you've made difficult now? And I forgot, and I was able to masturbate freely, but now that you reminded me, the problems are back. Good. I'm happy to give you problems. Jeez, I struck a nerve, and I'm laughing at it. Good, you should. Well, we got questions from Not Enough Coffee next, and Not Enough Coffee says, howdy, howdy. Any tips for keeping a consistent writing schedule, other than the usual answers, which I don't know what those are, so go for it. Uh, That is a grand question. Um. For this year, I'm. It's. I've been trying to get to. I'm. My own writing schedule was kind of in in the past few years not as consistent as I would have liked. So this year, I'm actually trying a challenge where I'm trying to hit weekly and then through the weekly, monthly goals of just how many words I get down. Doesn't matter if I keep the words. It's like I'll. It's like oh, I don't like how this turned out, but I still count those words towards the total. It's like I okay. I did sit down and dedicate time to. I, it's like I need to hit a goal for this week, and some, something about that schedule pressure kind of helps get her done. Um, and I was actually doing really well, and then the pandemic hit and made me miss a week, and then I felt bad, but then I got back on the horse. So, <laughs> puns. Yes. Um, so I think that's what's been helping me recently. Is like okay, like my current goal is it's it's almost like a lighter national writers month that is not as demanding of a schedule cuz like right now i'm at i'm trying to maintain at least 10,000 words a month which breaking down breaking that down to about 2,500 a week and that's that's been helping me to just kind of make sure i'm actually producing well, i mean I, I don't think that's one of the normal answers so there we go good job but besides that what would you explain to us Besides that, could you please explain to us the joy you find in writing and why you think others should get into it? Um, and let's let's be very clear, 
writing is is hard and writing can be suffering it is it is not an easy flippant thing to do suffer from my craft um the thing that i that helps me enjoy my writing is i um it's like i'm generally trying to treat myself as a member of my own audience i'm trying to write things that i'm enjoying where i'm enjoying the story i'm telling and also in a way letting myself get surprised by the story um i know some authors like really lay out in details like okay they're gonna craft this elegant thing where they have outlines and they know exactly how it's going to go down it's like i've tried doing that and it makes it harder for me to want to write it because like i know how it ends now huh and so for me i'm almost it, we're, it almost it's like some people are going how do you do this and it's like it's what works for me so it end up it ends up where it works for you but the way i find my joy in writing is I do want to construct something that's well written and I want to construct a story that's cohesive and all that stuff, but I want to do it where the story is leading me along its own path so I can enjoy the journey as well as kind of a, as a, the, the, uh, the scout for the rest of the audience. It's like, I will blaze the trail and make it prettier, but I still don't quite know every twist and turn. Uh, besides writing, do you have any other hobbies? Uh, I do enjoy my video games and all that stuff, but um, for actual productive hobbies, um, I like baking. I've got I I have a few recipe a few family recipes. Um, I I can make some mean sugar cookies from my I gotta count these out. Great 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 grandma Ross. So that is like four generation sugar cookie recipe. That's been passed down. Um, I've got my. You're gonna be mad at me again, but the pineapple, my pineapple chocolate chip cookies. Not mad at all at you. Not mad even a little bit. It's a, it's a, it's a dessert. You're fine. It was only the pineapple on the pizza. <laughs> yeah, man. Um, I've also like um, I've done some breads too and all that stuff. I got a bread bread maker tucked in around here somewhere. So yes, baking is my uh, other hobby. I'd say. I mean, as somebody who also bakes, I respect that. Uh, not enough coffee. Also says, "Hey, have a day, man, and stay safe out there." Yeah, stay safe, stay healthy. That's what I've been saying to other people. Same here. Uh, now our intern Alex underscore has questions for you. Hey, Enigma. Yes. You're basically an intern, so why don't you ask Alex's questions? Scrolling down. Ooh. Here we go. Oh my god. That's not a question, that's a statement. Number one! Who would win in a fight? You or Rob Cakrin's 53, the author of My Little Dashie. Uh, I've met Rob Cakrin in person, and I think it would be a anticlimactic tussle that would involve both of us getting a trip to the hospital. So let's just say it's a draw. You both just fall down sweating and panting. Something like that. Sure. That sounds sexy. And that concludes your porno. There you go. Number two, has your horse has your horse fame ever gotten you laid? No, I'm not like those fancy YouTube musicians or those artists. I, it's it's the the writing community don't get the chicks. That's not true. Pencil That's for me. Just because you're the one with two writers. I know, right? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Number three, how many spiders would it take to ruin a party? Mm, 
to actually ruin the party and not just okay so if it's just a little guy that's like hanging out it's like okay we're gonna either you're either gonna get squished or you're gonna get shuffled out the window it's we're gonna depend it's gonna depend on how suddenly you appear um if we start to get to the point of it's a swarm or it's like one of those little egg sacs that's just starting to hatch and it's like yeah then the party's out and like yeah, get out run flee eight-legged freaks if you want a movie reference. I'm, I'm sitting here being like, did you really just reference like cult movie sensation everyone has forgot eight-legged freaks? I never forgot it. That's one of my, those guilty pleasure ones where I was like, this is bad, but it's also just, it's it's good enough to, it's like, it's in that range for me that it's bad enough that it's good along with the core, but also, but also that means my tolerance for those things is a little higher than most because my friends really like the room which for me is bad enough <laughs> that it's just horrendous. Don't make me suffer this. The sound of milk screaming in the background intensifies. That or um, Birdemic, but I hate that oh. one for a weird reason. They have my car, and I don't like that. <laughs> they drive around in a blue Mustang that's about the same year as mine, and I don't like that. It's like... So, Milk, how great is the room? Honest to God, the worst fucking piece of shit I've ever watched in my life. I don't know why you guys like that shit so much. Because it makes you unhappy. I think that's the same reason my friends like it. It's like yeah. they, they enjoyed my suffering through it. Accurate. Truly accurate. Yet we live in a world where there was a movie made about the movie. True. <laughs> Number four. How many rubber bands do you think you could swallow before you started to feel ill? Alex underscore, I think we need to have a talk about your weird habits. He's asking the right question. Good luck, man. Alex has so many, you would have to write a book. Okay, are we talking novella or novel? Or are we talking trilogy a, a la Lord of the Rings? Saga. So, um, stretching beyond and into infinity. So, I don't know. I don't want to try. That's my answer. <laughs> I'd rather eat things that make me sick that are actually tasty, like cake. If I, if I absolutely had to find my I feel ill. Number five. What's the funniest shit you've ever seen aside from Pickle Rick? Uh, well, uh, the thing, okay, so a life moment that had me laughing because I, like, I, like, it was it was almost like this thing I did where I said the pencil daddy nickname. It's like I sparked something, like I set someone off so spectacularly that I don't understand how I did. So it's like I'm biking the work, and this guy, guy on is at a bus stop. I'm coming up on him, and I hear him as I'm passing go motherfucking tourists, and I go I'm not a tourist. Oh, he laid into me for two blocks. Like, for two blocks away after I keep writing, I can hear him. I'm like, oh, my God. If I'd stay there, like, this is a moment in this city metropolitan area that I live in where it's like, oh, that was probably dangerous. But also that was funny that I triggered this guy by counteracting that I was not a tourist. (laughs) 
Hello, do you guys still Enigma, there? Enigma, it's your turn! Speak! Ah. Child, ah. speak! Don't speak to Taurus. Fucking die! <laughs> Number six, do you prefer the nighttime or the daytime? I'm gonna admit, there's only one thing going through my brain right now. Nighttime. Daytime! Nighttime. Daytime! Um, which is that weird BBC, BBC documentary animals where they were giving weird voices to animals. Um, I, 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 I prefer daytime for walking and nighttime for huddling around my computer and doing whatever I want to do. All right. Number Vylon. <gasps> Would you like to do the Vylon jingle for a change, Enigma, and then I'll read that question? Okay. Es tiempo para Vylon. I hate it, thanks. Vylon asks, <clears throat> How are you today? I answered that question already. Why ask the same question twice? Read what's above you! No, 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 no. How are you today? Oh, I'm just bored. Good. Now we're on questions from Sunbro for Life. <laughs> Sunbro wants to know, what's your favorite video game? Oh, uh, that change, changes. Um, my the the thing that got the game that got me into video games, the one that I played way too much of in my youth, was Roller Coaster Tycoon. <gasps> Did so, you kill people by launching them into your opponent's park? What a what version of Roller Coaster Tycoon did you play that had opponents? Four? You could set it up so you can have opposing parks you have to build bigger than. I'm it talking about the original. Oh, the OG. Okay. The OG, the isometric that I later found out was written in assembly, which is a horrendous thing. Okay, yeah, no, no. You're getting a get, you're getting a programmer rant now. You have triggered the programmer Yay, rant. Yeah, I triggered our guest again. <laughs> so most thing most things are written in like C plus plus C sh is like whatever. It's it's actual words. You're writing in actual words for blah blah blah. Do this a function call all that stuff. Assembly is where you're telling the processor move number from A to B. Do math. Move it back. Someone read a game in that. And I had to take a class in it, too, and I dislike this. Are, are like you I okay, man? <laughs> it's fine. Just, you, 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 I, I'm allowed. My, I'm allowed my moment when I've already given you a moment. No, no, no. I'm just saying, like, are you okay, man? Because that sounds actually awful. You know, it's like it was a part of the curriculum that is – my, the thing I'm mad about is it's not part of the curriculum anymore. It's like, oh, they're not suffering it anymore after I suffered it. It's not fair. But at the same time, yay, they're not making people suffer. Because some people do need to know that. Because that's how you get from the languages that can actually be written, read aloud in an intelligible English language down to the ones and zeros. That's like the media, in, intermediary step. But still, to actually write directly in that the people who usually do that are trying to write super tiny things that run on tiny microprocessors, like the stuff that's in the, the those uh, Wi-Fi-driven lamps, I'm sure, or something. My, anyway, my heart, moving my heart on. Goes out. No, my heart goes out to you. That's all I'm, that's all that, I'm saying. Like, genuinely, that was, that was still not the most annoying class. My most oh, annoying God. class was operating systems, but we won't get into that. Next question. 
fair enough. Yeah, next question. Oh, sorry. Uh, what's your favorite boss fight? Oh, I think the best boss fights were that I've played were Shadow of Colossus, since that game is just basically boss fights. Kind of is. Um, so yeah, I think I'll go with that for my answer. All right, you know what? I'm just I'm gonna try it this time, guys. I'm gonna try it. <clears throat> Have you accepted Skeletor, the master of the universe, into your heart? No. Okay. Why? Why? No, we can now say I've done that, okay? Tell, tell Priest I did it so it gets off my back. <sighs> I don't think it counts if he's not here. Just just watch. He's in a ground. He's in a snag that recording. Just like touch himself to it. Yeah, no, oh, we got priest. Priest has got to be here for it, so it doesn't count. No, it counts. Oh, now you got to do it no, next it week. Counts. No. Uh, we, well, um, you are now in the township of Pone. What business do you start? Arcade cabinet business, because they we saw it in one episode. They've got arcade cabinets, so there is game programming to be done. I think you do very well at that. I would hope and, so. Uh, do you even praise, bro? I, I does not compute. Do you do you praise the glorious sun? But I haven't ever played Dark Souls, so I guess I have to say no. There you go. There you go. I don't Good like job. games where the point of the game is to make you suffer. <laughs> But, but what is life if not just to suffer? Um, we need to move on to Lone Trooper before that gets out of hand. Lone Trooper asks, what is your most... We already have that answer. We can move on. Uh, what advice would you give to people who would start... Who would like to begin writing their own fan fiction? Start small. Bite-sized. I know you may have the idea for the grand epic that spans continents and races and time and space... But until you find your voice, until you kind of get a sense for what your writing is and how you do it, start small, start bite-sized, start short stories, find a kernel of an idea that is simple and easy to execute, and do that. Walk before you try to cross-dimensional run. And I, I agree. I would back you up 100% on this. I think that's great advice. Genuinely. So, what inspired you initially to come with Past Sins? We've kind of talked about that a little bit already. Uh, how do you mo your, motivate yourself to complete that story? Uh, uh, that kind of falls back to the question I was talking, uh, the thing I said earlier where it's like, I didn't know how the story was going to end. So I wanted to see how it was going to end. So that was kind of how my motivation kept manifested. It's like, I didn't lay out all the events of the story. I had beats and things I knew I needed to happen. But I didn't know exactly how it was going to end. Like, for example, when I started the story, I didn't know, like, how it was going to go down with Celestia or the the uh, the the infamous scene with Twilight or anything like. That. It's like I didn't know how that was going to happen. I knew something vaguely like that was going to happen, but I didn't know the details. And that's how it motivated me to keep writing it. It's like I wanted to see how it ended properly. Hmm. And uh, for past sins, do you have any comments that you've gotten that have really helped you or, or been very positive towards you or make you feel good? Um, I, the ones I, things, ones I like is uh, 
uh, ones where people are coming back and reading it again. It's like, oh, I remember this. Like this was helped get me into the like this is what got helped me get into fan fiction, and so I got one reader to go to other readers. It's like it's like we were talking about like drug addiction earlier. I was the gateway drug to the fan fiction for some people, and I appreciate that because it meant I got other people those people to read other people's stories. You definitely and just, were, <laughs> <laughs> and um, just like general people who have really felt touched seeing the redemption arc, and so feeling good by that. So. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah. Which planet would you travel to to get out of the house? And once there, what would you do or see on that? I'd like to go to our planet. I'd Same. Like to... <laughs> I would like. To... So I'd like to. I'd like norm normalcy to return, even though that will likely months, if not years, of strangeness we are both i believe in the same state and i will leave it at that but say i concur good sir i concur <laughs> where would you like to see yourself in the next three to five years both personally and professionally besides outside <laughs> uh personally um i'd like to keep writing fan fiction but i also like to there's a few original story ideas that i've always that have been haunting me for years that i'd actually like to get into so i can it's like oh, maybe I could actually make a little side money with this. But professionally, I'd like to be able to continue doing what I'm doing. And uh, something I'm very grateful about my workplace is that I've been able to apply some of my creative talents there. So uh, being able to continue to do that. So it's like, I'd like to have more of the same, maybe with more money. <laughs> so who doesn't want more money? Hello? Yeah. Uh oh. Yeah. Uh -huh. Let's see. What question was she on? My apologies. Uh I I actually have the list up myself. And so uh the next question was number seven by Lone Trooper. Ah, you were still on Lone Trooper. Okay, so how far do you believe VR video in the next ten to twenty years? And what game would you like to be made into a playable VR game? I like this question. Uh, I've actually worked with VR technology um, at my previous company because I had to port our game to VR, and that was that was more fun than trying to do Xbox. I think that's one reason why I'm against Xbox is I've had to develop for Xbox. Really? Huh. Yes. And there's checklists and rules and weird things, and even then, it's like the X. We I was developing for the Xbox. 360 that's right and that thing only has one audio processor which doesn't agree with how our our audio audio was working at that time and i so i had to re-implement all the audio so oh, wow. Interesting. yes huh. so um but i definitely see it's going to i think it's going to go along the lines as we've seen with other technology where it's going to get lighter it, it, it's going to get lighter it's going to get cheaper and it's going to get just generally more advances people figure out the tracking technology and all that stuff because that those are the things that make vr kind of difficult for people to get into right now because there's the cost wall where it's like the hardware to have a really good vr experience is really expensive or it's either relatively cheap like you put your phone in a weird headset and ta-da but you still have the cost of the phone and then the, of course the experience is less 
less beautiful because of the simple fact that it's running on a tiny phone. Hmm. Um, then there's going to be a barrier of just the processing power and the resolution. And then there's a final barrier where we need to figure out a few final technologies or like get some generally publicly appreciated ways of like mo uh, understanding mo like how can I move about this space in a comfortable way that I can really enjoy? Is it going mm -hmm. to be more – because like right now it's generally trying to walk someone around will get them seasick really quick. Um, and so like tele like teleporting around is generally like one of the current like favorite favored methods of doing things instead of actual joysticks. But it's it I feel like the thing that the technology needs to get to is you need to get to the point where you feel like you can do the things you can do and you get that visceral reaction that you did that your brain associates with just pressing a button. Like I'm pressing a button, but my brain is pushing that physical action to doing the action on the screen I'm seeing for another video game for the video game. And getting kind of that reaction because the trouble with a lot of uh, VR games is right now like they're all a lot of like weird interactions where you're like, oh, I'm gripping this thing. No, I'm not. I'm holding – your brain can't quite get through to I'm holding this apple. So some of the – it's not abstract enough to say I'm reaching out and holding this apple with this VR controller because your brain's like that's too not weird. But like picking up an apple, it's like, okay, yeah, I'm associating this button press with picking something up. But it's there's an uncanny valley there, I guess, is the best. And I'm getting too long in this answer. But just as there's an uncanny valley with uh, visuals, I think, where like if you try to make something super photorealistic in the computer, you're gonna get to a point where it's really difficult to make it look exact, look right because it's just too wrong. There's something wrong about it that our brains even say it looks human, but it's wrong. I think there's that other thing with like the physical interacting with a phys virtual space where we, there is a val there's an uncanny valley of I'm interacting with this video game. I understand that if I press this A button, this thing will happen, but doing this action in a 3D space, virtual reality space is a little weird. That makes total sense. Yes. Yes. Uh, pencil, were you back or? Yes, I'm back. I win. All right. Out of everything you've done in your life, what are you most proud of that's not related to MLP? Uh, but I made a ball. <sighs> um, being the sole engineer on that VR project that also ended up going to Xbox and Steam and Mac Store is something I'm really proud of just because that kind of was the, my, the, that was the first game I worked on, and I was also the only one working on it. So yay, Indie Studios, I managed to do it. Um... <laughs> Yeah. And just uh, I guess just some of the things I've done for my family, like uh, we ended up doing a family cookbook uh, for my cousin's wedding that was like part photo album, part gathering all these uh, things together because my cousin is I, I say this as lovingly as possible, just a little bit hippy dippy. Um, <laughs> um and so it was a very – she didn't want things. She wanted – like there was – the wedding wasn't catered. It was a potluck wedding at a beautiful thing, a uh, beautiful uh, campsite and all that stuff. And it was really a wonderful ceremony and all that stuff. But she, her gift was like, okay, come be here. Enjoy this moment. We don't really need gifts. But, of course, my mother, we need to bring a gift. So it's like, okay, cookbook that I made over months. <laughs> well – uh, give us one recommendation of a movie, show, fanfic, game, etc. To, to play while we pass the time in quarantine. Ready? Go. Uh, 
I'm trying to think of something that's a lot that has a lot of content. So it's Futurama. Go watch that again. It's nine seasons. Nine. No, it's more than that. It's a lot of seasons. That'll get that'll get you through a week, maybe. Yeah, go watch Futurama. It's not like I haven't binged that in four days. It's fine. So <laughs> the the episode about the co- the common cold will be a little bit too real. Different. Way too real. Uh, number ten. Finally, would you share the Wi-Fi password? Uh, for your present location, I'm afraid I don't know it. Why don't you try password? There we go. GMR is next. I already asked you that first question, so next one. If you were given 33 drinks of your choice every week, would you give Nighty a place to stay at or near your home? Uh, what? If I, you were given 33 I, drinks of your choice I every I, week. I, I heard every word. And I understand every word independently. The whole concept, however, coming together is <laughs> baffling. And I don't see how one relates to the other. I, um, so there's a, there's a man called Nighty. He runs I, 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 I know Nighty. <laughs> I know who Nighty is. I don't think I've met him in person. Or maybe I have. I don't know. I do know who Nighty is, though. Um, I know Wanderer D really well. So I know, I know Nighty vicariously. We'll call it that. Um, uh, I suppose, because I don't want the site to go down, but at the same time, it's such a wonderfully constructed site that it's like, okay, I, yes, I appreciate it. it's a film fiction focus, but we want the site to live because it's full-featured and wonderfully and generally pretty well-structured, so maybe get some other fan fiction types in here. Genfic. <coughs> um, yeah, so you've talked to Wanderer D2. I've talked to Nighty about such things, too, but we'll leave it at that. <laughs> uh, well, let's move on to one of my favorite questions. Are you aware of Thing Pony? No, and I'm clicking this picture. Oh, hello. Oh, hello. This picture. So, there it goes. This is Thing Pony. Within John Carpenter's The Thing, made into a pony. Look at them badgermize him, all right? Okay. Would you hug Thing Pony, kiss them goodnight, tell them every little thing's gonna be all right, and would you stick your peener in it? For the hugging, I'm gonna give it the same rules the changelings. No weird hissing noises. Uh, it's gonna be a hug goodnight. I will say everything is going to be all right. No. All right, would you let it be your roommate and snoodle boop it? What is... I need you poke it in its nose with your finger. I think snoodle booping would be okay, and uh, it depends how, how much can you contribute to rent. Uh, probably a lot, because you could just kill people and take their wallets. I have moral <laughs> objections to that, so you go, go get a real job. Fuck. All right, Vandamoos has questions next. Sorry, Vandamoos, I added your other name. We, we, we can get to the end. It's only four it. minutes. We're, we've got time. Uh, cheese, do you eat it? What's your favorite cheese? Uh, I do eat cheese. I do enjoy a variety of cheeses. Uh, I enjoy a good uh, uh, Kobe Jack for grilled cheeses, a good cheddar on a hamburger. Um, for cracker cheese, I enjoy Gouda or oh, what's that one called? 
It's a skin. It's a cheese that's really soft, but it's got a skin that you usually buy it in. Um, Most soft cheeses that you mean? You mean brie? Yeah. Okay, brie is very good. Uh, how big is the core strong? I'm afraid you're confused, Vandemus. It's she, she. She's of the female. She has no schlong. Well, I mean, she might have one somewhere. Yeah. So. Describe in detail how would you punish Spike for being the little shit that he is, especially by his uh, singing the national anthem. We'll put it that way. Now, uh, <laughs> I'm rewatching the season one with friends. He is uh, he is a brat in season one, but he gets better. He learns his lesson. He doesn't need – he just needs timeouts in the corner occasionally. Drowning him in acid. Got it. How much debt have you acquired by buying house upgrades from Tom Nook? Uh, I never really played any the originals, and I'm only getting in of peer pressure from friends. So, um, however many bells it is to get all the house upgrades for uh, New Horizon, which I have not all gotten yet, but I will probably get them all. Gotta get them all. Spellcasters or melee hitters? Uh, spellcasters. I want the, the magic. Oof. Class, subclass, and race. As an RP person, I know you understand. I do understand. Um, uh, I, 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 I ha the thing is, I haven't actually cast, played a lot of spellcasters. The two characters I've played is an Eldritch Knight fighter, so get a little bit of magic in there, and I like to pretend she's doing finger guns with her cantrips. Um, and then I do a, have a bard, so... And... Um, the Eldritch Knight is in an actually in an MLP themed RP, so she's a Griffin, and the Bard is a Tabaxi. Only certain people understand that, and that's okay. Deck of many things. How many cards do you draw? I do know what this is. It is the Doom thing, where it could be <laughs> wonderful or it could rend the world asunder. Uh, I think one. Just because I need to, and if if that first one is something really good, I may be tempted to do again and again until something bad happens, and then I will regret all this. <coughs> that, that sounds like the principles of gambling, all right. Um, Anon pencils next. Ho, ho, ho. And I have two very important questions. Oh, wait, that's the second page. No. Well, no way there is. Wait. Oh. Um, I, have, I have a very important question for you. What would you whisper into a vagina? I need to contemplate this for a moment. There's an easy answer to this. Is there, Enigma? Is there? There is. There is an easy answer. You lean in. You lean in. You lick your lips and you say, "It's a real estate." <laughs> or you can say omelette de fromage, just like. <laughs> but I know that I know the Dexter reference you're making. Thank you. <laughs> Tony Lazuto says hello. Do. <laughs> That's all you can say. That's okay. Um, enough, Dexter. What would you wish uh, to a vagina? It is about time for a very sweet rhyme about <laughs> really fun and fantastic things that will involve you and my wings. What would right. it whisper back? <laughs> I want to end there. 
don't mean one more question, but oh my fucking god! What are you? What are you? What are you? Oh, and fucking sorry. What are your thoughts on the last season? Um, I. I do think that the last season of Milo Pony was really strong. Um, I'd have to remind – it's like the, the, the show is kind of blended into a homogenous – that's the whole thing to me now. So it's hard for me to remember exactly where certain episodes happen. But I, I do rec- – it's like um, – though I can definitely agree with some people's complaints that with the way the uh, Legion of Doom was handled and some of the dramatic twists from a certain character – I do think, generally think the last season was really strong and let us have the kind of ending we all – that made the story feel like it properly ended, which is these, the kind of closure you do want from a show you have enjoyed for nearly a decade, for over a decade, I should say. I think that's really true, and I agree. I know there are a lot of naysayers, but I agree. And with that, guess what we did? We finished all the questions. Yay! Yay! We fucking did it! It's been two hours! Woo! So, with that in mind... It's as if it was all planned. Yes! And with that in mind, is there anything you'd like to say to your fans, your lovers, your haters, all of that, before we go? Any final words of wisdom you'd like to lead them with? Leave them with? Lead them with? Either one. (laughs) Uh, Thank you all for coming. I appreciate everyone who is... Reply to many things, but I tend to read and everything that people leave on my story. So I'm glad. I, I hope I can cre- keep creating content for the community for at least a while long. I I hope you will as well. Beware Halloween! I am trying to write a third story in the into the, for the death series. I'm excited for such things, and I look forward to it. And anyway, this has been the broadcast from LoonyCon. LoonyCon has other stuff going on, and recommend you take a look at what they're doing, and that's really exciting. And of course, we're the broadcast. We will be on uh, next weekend. Mill, who do we got for next week? No. I'm fine there. Milk, stop being too drunk and, and tell us tell us who's next week. Okay, he's gonna look. That was helpful, actually. <laughs> and tell you guys that it was actually Rune Soldier Dan. Hey! Rune Soldier Dan's going to be with us next week. Get excited! And uh, thank you so much to our bit donors, Random Fast Reader, other, other guy, and Alex underscore. You guys are the top bit people in that order. Thank you so much. Uh, thank you for tuning in. Follow us. Follow us on our website. Uh, donate to our Patreon. Thank you for all of your donations otherwise. Alex, post the fucking link! And with that, that's our time. Your barcasters for this evening have been Enigmatic Otaku. Meh. Flamin' Ripper. Meh. Milk. Meh. I'm Ben. Meh. And we had our guest with us, Fenstroke. Tuning into the podcast. Have a great weekend. Bye bye. Find out next time on Dragon Ball Z.